It's a basic truth. People need each other. It's why PenFed Credit Union's first members joined together for a better financial future. For 85 years, we've been there for our members and communities, and we're here for you today. We can help you bridge a financial gap, save wisely, and make confident decisions with your money. We know we are always stronger and better together. That's why we hope you'll join us. Membership is open to everyone. Apply today at PenFed.org, insured by NCUA. Technology shapes our lives, and we shape technology. On the podcast Tech Stuff, you can join me, Jonathan Strickland, as I dive into tech stories. Ever wondered how a particle accelerator works? Or what caused the video game crash of 1983? Or who really invented the radio? On Tech Stuff, we look at how tech works and, more importantly, how it affects us. You can find Tech Stuff on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Wow, it's nice to hear that little jingle again. I know. Happy 2020, mi gente. Happy 2020. We are back. Feels good. Crazy, huh? I mean, didn't really have much of a break. I feel like we want to go on vacation again. It's good to be back at work, actually, because it feels like it's a good break from the break. Where are you taking me, actually? Because I do need a little vacation after... The crazy. Where am I taking you? Where are you taking me? I'm taking you nowhere. I want to know where you're taking me. <laughs> I'm the one that needs a vacation. Why? Because my parents are the one that came into town? No, I love your parents. I mean, I would never say that, but you would say that, and then I have to hear it from you. What are you talking about? You get complain, 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 and every, you know what happens is that somebody's family comes in town, and I'm like, I'm actually really cool and close with her, with her family. But she gets super over overwhelmed taking care of her family. And then that brushes off onto me. And then, of course, if you're overwhelmed, now I'm overwhelmed and everything goes like it's an inferno. It wasn't an inferno. That's a little dramatic. No, you're you an think? inferno. But oh, it, it's what oh, happens. Wow. Well, it turns everything into an inferno. No, it wasn't. Listen, guys, this is what happened. My mom and my dad. And brother. And brother. But Franco just came for three days. Franco came. You want to tell everybody why Franco came for three days? Because this is something that. <laughs> we... I rescued a dog in Puerto Rico named Archie for my parents. I was super excited to see Archie and my parents over the holidays. They went to the airport in Puerto Rico. Archie didn't make the flight because the person kept saying that the airplane, the type of aircraft, and the first class cabin, blah, 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 blah. Great. Didn't accept dogs. No, I'm going to interject. So I flew my brother the following day to bring Archie. It was a priority to me, and Archie made it. And guess <laughs> what? Archie's com- still home. Because common sense would say if Archie didn't make the flight, it's okay. They're back in a week. That's your we common can board, sense. That's your can, common sense. Or Archie has family that he can watch him in Puerto Rico. But no, Rosalind, the day before Christmas, disrupts her brother's holiday, flies him in on super cheap flights the and, day before Christmas. And he loves him it. In he partied to on the 24th with bring his parents dog, bring my house. the dog Archie in. And then... Her parents left and said, we don't feel comfortable traveling back with Archie. Can you bring him back when you come back to Puerto Rico? So now Archie, who they weren't going to see for a week, they aren't going to see for three or four months. <laughs> so the logic to all of this, I no one can explain it. It doesn't make logic to a winter. It makes logic to a Sanchez. There's Rodriguez. no logic to anyone. There's Sanchez, logic. winter, Rodriguez. Guys, my parents are 80 years old. Love them. The, their mind is sharp. Well, Anyways. Wow, I'm sorry, Olga and Efren. I didn't Listen, say that. She laughed. My mom has a problem with her ankle. 
su tobillo, her wrist, her knee. She has a lot of health issues and going in and out of my, my truck was a problem for 10 days. So her body was beat and she said, listen, I it, it's a lot to fly for almost 20, 12 hours to Puerto Rico carrying a dog. Do you mind if you can keep the dog until I, until you come back to Puerto Rico? And I said, absolutely. What am I going to say? No, Eric. No, no but, mom. I can do that. But you realize the dog could have stayed just for a week and a half in Puerto Rico and they would have saw the dog in a week and a half. Now it's four months. I promise Archie when I rescue oh, And Archie remembers the promise? For sure. This is what Eric doesn't I, understand. I, I have a very, and we've talked no, about we've this No, we've talked before. about this. You talked to fish. Well, I have a drink. very special connection with animals. This dog is very dear to my heart. She's when I left Puerto Rico during the summer after feeling Santos, I am. I said, I'm going to see you very soon. And that soon was Christmas because I know my parents and were going to come for Christmas. Archie definitely knows what Christmas is for sure. Well, he, he knows, knows. He knows now. The holidays. He knows now. He knows something. He's he knows, in Studio he, City, California, he, living the he life. He knows he's not in Puerto Rico. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's at right now. Oh my God, Archie, I'm very sorry. No, so it was, uh, yeah, you know, you you kind of have, look, it's great seeing family. Family's always fun to be around, but it was, uh, yeah, we need a vacation for the vacation. So where are you taking me? We have four, yeah, you, have, four you had four children. Uh, Dylan, Sabella, mom and dad. Hi, mom and dad, papi. Mami, los adoro. La pasé increíble con ustedes, pero a veces son como unos bebés. <laughs> I loved having you guys here. She no, said. no, it was awesome having them. It was awesome. And I don't know how long they're going to be able to fly, like long flights like, like that. So a, having them this year was a beautiful thing. Here's a great, sto- great story of taking care of her parents. So, I mean, Rosalind's the one that's really having to you know, do all this, but we're at Disneyland with, you know, Sabella and the kid, I mean, Sabella and Dylan and our friends. And, and Rosalind's like going nuts because she's on the phone the whole time trying to help her parents work the television because they pushed every button on both remotes and like basically shut down the entire system. So Rosalind goes to the next day and calls me from FaceTime so I can tell her what buttons to push to get the TV back on. And now they're so stressed out about the TV that they decided just to leave the TV on for an entire week. No, and for then 10 days. Just, for 10 days and just mute it when they went to sleep and unmute it when they woke up in the morning so they never had to deal with the television. So for 10 days, a TV was running 24 Seven twenty four. I keep asking Eric, is, is a, it's a, it was a rental. I rented this place on Airbnb, Airbnb, and I kept asking Eric, is that like, is it going to be a problem with the TV? Are we going to break the Hopefully TV? Hopefully, they don't listen to the podcast. On? Oh my God, I'm sorry. No, the, but we took care of that place incredibly. Yeah, just ran the electricity. This up. is what I do with when 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 we go on location and we have to stay at a place. I actually leave the place better and cleaner than how we actually got it. I'm like a lunatic like that. <laughs> settle, so that's what settle happened. down. That's what happened. You know that's true. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so, so I here- am gonna take you to back to Puerto Rico. <laughs> do you want to go to Puerto Rico? Sure. Okay. I mean, a real vacation. Like we're talking the two of us vacation. Yeah, Puerto Rico is never what? a vacation either. You're, that's that's basically we're there every day visiting family and friends, which is awesome. But it's not a vacation. It's just like being in L.A. What, ha- what happened to the thing that you were doing? You were looking at places to go, just the two of us. What happened with that? That went out the window. Oh, wow. Thank you. I appreciate it. Wow. <laughs> we have to come back to that. Okay. Uh, maybe in 2021, we'll go on vacation. It's going to be that long. But for now, we're in 2020. And um, are you big with resolutions? Because we talked about this, like, you know, New Year's resolutions. Is that is that something that's big for you? It, it was before. I used to have a list and I will keep it for a year. Oh. And then on the 31st, I will burn it. And then I will do the grapes and I'll do the whole thing. <laughs> grapes? Yeah. You eat 12 grapes or something like that. What? I don't even remember. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard this in 14. You yeah. eat... What? 
Yeah, you eat 12 grapes. This is all prior to... Did you just Eric make this up? No. Or is this a Puerto Rican thing? No. Have any of you heard of this? Yes. You have? Yeah. Really? Oh, I'm, yeah. No, you haven't. Okay, so I don't feel... Have I've, you heard of it? No. All right, so we're two for three on this. Okay, yeah. You have the, 12 grapes. Right there. The two Latinas in the room are the ones that know about it. <laughs> and the rest, the, the three gringos in here know nothing of about course, it. So let's read it. Eating 12 grapes at midnight on New, Year's, on New Year's Eve is both a tradition and superstition in Spain. No wonder the two well, Latinas know something about uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> the three gringos know it. nothing. And you never did the writing something and then on the 31st you burn it? Like everything everything that you want to Roz, go away? You, you, you don't burn. even remember what you write in your organizer. How the heck are you going to remember what you wrote for your resolution? The start of a year. You write something in your organizer the week before and you forget. Yeah. And? So what's the point? I have it at that moment. I thought about it. Look at it, it stays in my subconscious. <laughs> That's nonsense. <laughs> So you made, okay, so you made resolutions this year. I would love to hear Yeah, them. I don't usually do it because I'm always like, it just puts pressure on trying to maintain something. No, and think about it, something. it, it, I, it, I makes, think it makes you, you have goals. I it's think great. every day you can plant goals and it doesn't matter about New Year's. Everybody puts so much pressure on studying new. Like every year you dress in this red dress. I like, do. This is how crazy Rosalind is. New Year's Eve, she thinks she got food poisoning, which maybe she did because she ate something that was like a fish or something. It wasn't severe, but it was bad enough to put her in some pain and discomfort. We had to go to a friend's house for a New Year's Eve party. I said, look, if you don't feel good, we just don't go. There's going to be another New Year's. It's fine. No, no, I have to go. I made this. I'm obligated. I helped plan it. I got to be there. She's dying every year in the past. She's always red lipstick, red dress. I'm like, just go comfortable. Like if you don't feel well, Cut to, I've been waiting, ready to go. She is in full, like seven inch heels, red dress, hair up in a bun, full face of makeup, red lips, wanting to die. It makes no sense to receive I'm the year. I'm not going to receive the year looking like, like S-H-I-T. There's no way. So yeah, I was very sick. So you I, feel I like S-H-I-T yeah. and you look like a million bucks? A hundred percent. And that makes sense? Yes, it makes sense to me. The picture was beautiful. You and didn't it's, eat your it grapes. was the way no I didn't. I would have thrown thrown up. But we had to leave the early the, the party early. My parents were very, very um sad because they actually were enjoying themselves. The food was phenomenal. Um the party was popping. It was great, but I felt sick. But there's no way that I was gonna send that sign that message to the universe that I didn't feel good. So at least from the outside, you sent that message to me every two minutes. So the universe definitely got wind of that. Yeah, well, you that's you. You're not the universe. <laughs> I'm definitely not your universe. <laughs> no, you are. You are. You are. But not on the 31st. On the 31st, the universe is the universe, and I wanted to look uh, presentable. So what? So I have a memory the following year of oh wow, this was a great year. Well, you I, will never understand. You're like a dude. I think there's way too much pressure on these resolutions. However, she's talked me into doing it. And before we get into our resolutions, though, I really, please, if people could email, I, I actually want to hear what our fans have done for resolutions. Email us at ericandroz at iheartradio.com. Uh, leave comments on our Instagram at he said a dijo podcast. And uh, we will come back to our resolutions. But please let us know what yours are. I want to try and learn something. Okay, let's take a break. It's a basic truth. People need each other. It's why PenFed Credit Union's first members joined together for a better financial future. For 85 years, we've been there for our members and communities, and we're here for you today. We can help you bridge a financial gap, save wisely, and make confident decisions with your money. We know we are always stronger and better together. That's why we hope you'll join us. Membership is open to everyone. Apply today at penfed.org. Insured by NCUA.
Hello, this is Ron Burgundy, and you are listening to my voice, which commands trust and respect. Guess what? My podcast is back, and that's a win for everyone. Mainly for me because of the money, but also because I love to hear myself talk. And so do you. And if you're thinking it's time for a change in your insurance plan, be it automobile or home insurance, think no further than State Farm. You know the one with the catchy jingle, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has been in the insurance game for more years than anyone on earth can remember. They aren't some fly-by-night operation offering suspect savings. They offer real service for classy people who want to be confident in what they are buying. I call it the State Farm Difference. I don't know what they call it. I don't even know who runs the company. Maybe I should run the company. I would keep the jingle, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, but I would change the tune. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there! That was better, right? All right, resolution time. I can't wait to hear. We're starting with mine? Yes, please. Ridiculous. Okay. <clears throat> My, these are, so I, I, something different that you also came up with is, these are my resolutions for me, but I'm going to give you something that I'm hoping you will do or work on in the new year. Okay. And hopefully you have one for me. But my resolutions are, and I do say this to myself all the time, it's not even a new year's thing, but patience. I really want to work on my patience with my family, with my kids. Like kids can really test your patience with life, with everything. So patience is one. And in doing that, I've tied in another resolution, which is trying to, to work on more breathing and I'm not saying like full meditation, but I don't know. I mean, I always hear people talk about meditation and how it's good for you. So maybe I would try and learn something more about that and trying to incorporate that in my life. I don't know if I could sit still and sit in silence for that long. So that's actually mm, a good test. No, you can't. You're probably right. But it's worth trying. Uh, my other resolution is I want to take more time uh, taking care of my body. I've been going through a lot of, uh, just, you know, different stuff, health stuff, trying to, you know, with working out and aches and, you know, issues. And I want to get my body right. So more gym, more stretching, more just physical therapy, just getting things working the best they can be. But how do I, you do that every single day of your life. How are you going to do more? I don't do it every day. I want to do it differently. He works out every single day. He has physical therapy three or four times a week. No. He's always having true. surgeries. I don't know how. No, no. How I want to do it differently. I want, I've, I've always been obsessed with doing things a certain way. I want to try and change it up and work through in a slower manner, more yoga, more things that are stretching and okay. adding to the longevity of my body. Okay. Um, I really want to do this like more family activities with the kids, like creating more, like just, you know, you get a holiday break. So you get these long weekends and it's, we just end up at the park or just hanging out and it's hard because you have a lot, we have a lot going on, but I want to like do more events, more things that the kids can go experience and enjoy. And then my last thing is I want to focus, and this kind of ties in with patience and breathing. I want to focus on worrying less. I tend to be a little bit of a worrier. Okay. That's it. I'm so glad that you recognize all these things. So what is the thing that, well, okay. That, those are your, your five. And yeah. then we're going to go to we'll, the one we'll, you want to. We'll come back to you after a break. But the thing I want you, I think, to, to focus on in the new year. <laughs> okay. So that's, oh my God. There's, you know, there never can be enough physical touch. I feel like physical touch is an important thing going back to the five love languages. I think that's something that in the new year should be 24 seven. And then I think, uh, compromise. That'd be the other thing. The other big thing is really working on compromise. 
the world of Rosalind Sanchez compromising. Okay. Silence. Long <laughs> thought process. I wish I could on break. On both of those. <laughs> no, Sweat compromise. Drips down. Okay, I know why the compromise I know, right? I know where the compromise is coming from and I I I yeah, I I'm going to make a pledge, is that correct? I'm making a pledge. Resolution. Pledge. I'm making a resolution that you know I just have you just have to listen to my five um oh God. resolutions and you know what? It's going to be very interesting. A lot of things that you mentioned I actually mentioned so we're connected believe it or not even though right now we are we're very disconnected because we had a little bit of an issue that it, we can talk about it at a different podcast <laughs> and that's the reason why he's bringing the word compromise because he wants me to compromise but anyways so what are you doing what, what are you like he's actually having uh, i'm just now. listening i'm just listening <laughs> he's having this whole conversation I'm listening. I'm listening. I, I, okay. I'm shocked that we have something that's similar on the uh, resolution side. So we do two things actually. Two things. Yeah. Two out of five. Two out of five. I mean, one. I just have to tell you, my eat less sweets. <laughs> it sounds like something simple. <laughs> you, <what? laughs> but every year, because sugar is not good for anybody, but it's it's. It's very bad for me for inflammation. I just love, love sweets. And my baby Dylan loves sweets because of, because of mommy. And even though I'm super healthy and I look healthy, I just, I recognize that I have to try to eat less sugar. I just love sugar. Why, why are you looking like, uh, why, why, why? No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll do it. <clears throat> less sugar. Okay. Less sugar. More Next vegetables. More vegetables. I'm doing that. Uh, Not I am doing sort that. of okay only because of the Vitamix. The Vitamix is amazing, Eric. Thank you. You're absolutely Thank right. You. You I see, love. Let the world hear it. She <laughs> laughed at my Vitamix. I She's obsessed with my Vitamix. It. I love it. Number two, not have such a potty mouth, and I do that every single year. You know what? You know what's funny? It's like I revealed. No, that's not the Revolt? word. Re Re Revolt? Rebel? Rebelled. 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 Against uh, my parents. Because when I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to use dirty words. Like, ever at my house. My mom, I never heard my mom ever saying a bad word. So I wasn't allowed to say a bad word. So when I left my house and I moved to the States by myself, it was like, Wah! like freedom. And even though people that know me, what do they think? Do they think that I that I use the I, I don't think you have a trucker, trucker mouth. I mean, I have a way worse... No, you don't. I swear all the time. Really? I think it's fun. No, I love a good swear conversation. It's just, yeah, really? I just do it a lot and I don't think it's necessary. And I don't want Sabella um, hearing that, you know, and copying behavior. No, I mean, I, like I agree with that. You got to be definitely careful around the kids because even we just saw Jumanji over the break and Sabella was so excited that they said. She loves it. S word. When she hears a bad she, word, she loves it. like, oh my it. God, they said these bad words. She thought it was so funny. You know what? Um, so swear less. Sebi has a thing now that she loves changing Dylan's diapers. Um, and she is so into it right now. And he loves it. And you see her like if she practiced so much with her dolls that now with Dylan, she's actually doing a really good job. But she was cleaning the little butthole. Right. <laughs> and she was doing it like perfectly right. And I'm like <laughs> teaching her. And I said, no, Sebi, Sebi, you have to clean the. And I said, ah. Right? Why would you say that? I don't know because I wanted it to be very graphic. Well, that, the whole that, that would be ass. graphic. And she's like, "Mom, you said a bad word." And then that they, is a Dylan bad went. Dylan went. Oh, and I was like, "Oh no!" Right. There you go. <laughs> Why so, would you say that? In front I of don't her? know. I did, but then I told Sabella, "Don't, don't say that word. It's not." I, and she's like, "Can I say a hole?" 
And I'm going, yeah, no, that's No, you she can't. No, it's not bad. She can't say a-hole. She goes around school saying you're an a-hole. She can't She's do that. She's not going to tell kids a-hole. Of course. No, she won't. This is another problem that you you cannot talk to an eight-year-old like they are a 40, how old are you? 40-something-year-old. You oh can't God. talk to an eight-year-old and think they're on the same level as you. They won't register well, it the same sometimes way. Sometimes I feel like she is. She's pretty mature. You can give them a mature conversation, but you can't expect them to rationalize like you do. And, okay. And, right. oh. I get it. Number three. All you parents out there, please write in about that too so Roslyn can read it because I know I am right on this one. Okay, go on. Okay. Next one. Volunteer at a dog shelter in Los Angeles at least once a month with my daughter. That's a great one. I would like to be a part of that. I would do that too. Oh, okay. That's great. And Dylan? No, Dylan is too young. He's too young, but that's great. So I want to do that at least because I do a lot of work with dogs, as you know, in Puerto Rico, blah, 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 blah. But I think I live here, so I should be doing that type of work in Los Angeles. So I want to do it at least once a month that we go and we um, walk the dogs or we just clean some kennels and we just do that. That's great. Number four, spend more quality time with close friends eric always says that i live like in a bubble that i'm always i'm very private i guess so and i do have a lot of boring no you're boring <laughs> we have established that since the very beginning the square boring one is you. you're like oh the girls are going out oh, i really don't want to go i just want to stay in bed and be on instagram oh my god anyways so I have a lot of, I have a circle of friends that are like my sisters and they're wonderful people. And I see them a lot and, and we and we speak a lot, but I think it's nice for a woman to once in a while just have a little date night with her girlfriends. And yeah. I just want to do have that. Good, you need those good friendships. That's good. That's a good structure. I do have great friendships. No, but like to nurture them, to build them, to, you know, it's good to have your friends close to you. But by the way, I want to jump to you're you're on number four, and not one thing has overlapped. You said we had two things that overlap. The next two, they were only supposed to do five. No, because and then the six is the one that I'm one. Oh, so the, the one that overlaps is one that you want me to do? <laughs> no, well, listen, listen. That, so I I haven't written. I haven't written right here. That's not the point. So I have proof that I actually said give Eric more sex. Whoa, we went straight with the word. I was saying physical touch. Somewhere. Because you're just trying to hide into the whole That's lovey the book thing. of the love languages. Okay, so I have it right here. Read it. Do so you believe me? Mm -hmm. Give Eric more sex. <laughs> but you were talking about physical int intimacy, like like hugs and kisses. That's better for me. <laughs> you want to uh, we'll stick to sex. But <laughs> <laughs> you wrote it. I did it. Okay, I'll be more loving. I said physical touch. I'll give you massages. Cool. I will rub your feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will kiss you more. Okay. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> so, you know what? I actually thought about that. Okay. And, and the, what's the other one that overlaps that you expect me to do? That's not no, part of the fun. No, because you said that you want to, you want to be able to not stress as much, right? And you want to be more patient. So, my advice or my resolution for you says, Eric line not being such a stress case and heady all the time you are like a warrior eric has one speed and that's speedy gonzalez eric everything is fast 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 he walks fast he eats fast he cooks fast everything eric does is fast and i think in life it serves you really well for many many things but there's other moments that you just i just need you to chill and just so if you've ever breathe. seen the movie zootopia I'm the fast one. She's that sloth that was at the DMV. But I'm not because I accomplish everything I want to do. You're absolutely wrong. I just have a little In like pacing. a year. 
No, I don't, Eric. Look, look at my life, dude. Really? Look at my I life. I accomplished you know everything. What? Google my name. I accomplished. Let me know if I don't accomplish it. Yeah, that took you, tw- you know, twenty something years. No, it my didn't. point is, I accomplished everything within a day. You accomplish everything within a week. No, but you know what? But I don't go to bed shaking because he's like, I'm going to give an example of something that this is Eric um, behavior. Eric is so concerned that something is going to embarrass him or the kids are not perfect. So not Dylan perfect. started. My kids aren't perfect. I don't worry about Dylan that. Dylan started his preschool for the first time yesterday, meaning not the mommy and me, the one that you actually have to leave them there twice a week and the parents are gone. He's only two years old. We took him. It's a circus. All these kids are crying. All, all the kids are anxious. The parents are there. So, of course, Dylan, we woke him up from his nap early. He cried the entire way to the, the preschool when he realized there's a lot of people here. I don't know. There's, the teachers are like, ah, 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 being all loud. He was like, I'm not having it. So he gets very anxious and he wanted mommy. So oh. I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down with Dylan trying to control him, trying to deviate his attention. So he stops, whatever. And Eric is so stressed out because Dylan is acting up and he's like, Ross, stand up. Stand up. If you stand up, it's better. Ross, stand up. No, move the phone. You're taking it out of top, out of context. Listen, uh, it's not about. It's, and it's, I just want you to breathe. Breathe. That's not about embarrassment. That's about Dylan was doing really well at times, but Dylan is so different than Sabella, and it's very. It's always blows my mind because I'm an only child. But when you see siblings, same everything, upbringing, you know, parenting, everything, blah blah blah, and they are so different, just born different personalities. And, uh, you know, he, he takes a long time to warm up to people and every time he'd settle in, someone would feel the need to try and Dylan and he'd he lose his mind. And I find, and even when, you know, our, our nanny was there as well, cause we all, you know, were there to just kind of see how the first day would go. I find that if you just kind of get him engaged in something and step away and let him do his thing, he tends to ease out of the clinginess faster. And I wasn't trying to tell you not to be next to him. I was just like, every time he would stop crying, stand up and step away and let him get back into the routine. Don't try to keep giving him, hey, Dylan, let's cut this. Dylan, let's do that. The second I will stand up, he will start asking for me. But then you can come back down. I'm just saying the more, I just feel like the more you walk away from him and give him space, he tends to, you know, get wrapped up in his activity and it gets better. It wasn't the situation yesterday. Well, just just to clear the air, that wasn't because I was anxious, but I do recognize, yes, she's right. I get very anxious. I don't expect my kids to be perfect, but I'm the guy that if I'm at a table and everybody's, you know, I'm hanging out with a group and there's one loud laugher in my group, I can't enjoy the dinner. He wants to leave. I freak out. If we fly, like he hates flying with the kids because if one of them, if Dylan starts crying, it it ruins his trip. You start sweating. Like Because I worry about everybody sweating. else's uh, experience. No, and I get it. No, I get it. It's, it's, if everybody has, people have kids, they know that that's going to happen. All right, I'm going to worry less. The kids can lose their shit on the plane. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. So yeah, that's what I, that's what I want for you to just... To just breathe. So I'm glad that you are going to start taking meditation and yoga and Pilates and things that will just, um, bájate una rayita. You say, that to, you say that to the kids. You say that to the kids when, when Sabella speaks. I say to Sabella all the time, bájame una rayita. Yeah. Meaning just bring it down a notch. You bring it down Like lose two or three lines. Bájame una rayita. Okay, let's take a break. Vonage has everything you could ever want in life. As long as what you want in life are unified communications that organize all your texts, emails, and voice calls onto one platform, contact centers that integrate seamlessly with Salesforce, 
and APIs that help developers build communications into their apps. But that's it. Those are the things that Vonage is great at. They're not great at baking delicious cakes, doing sweet backflips, or making extremely entertaining yet informative podcasts that make you feel smarter and more inspired. None of those are really their thing. But you know what? That's okay. They don't need to be the best at absolutely everything. They're fine with humbly being the absolute best at business communications. Vonage, now we're talking. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 4444 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 4444. Enjoy! So, Eric, I want to talk about um, what happened to us this um, this little break uh, that we had. We... What happened? Honey. What about honey? Honey honey, the turtle. You guys know about honey? Did we ever talk about honey on the previous podcast? So, um, Gwen, uh, which is Eric's mom, um, Sibela's grandma, gifted her, was it for her birthday or something, or for the last Christmas, uh, uh, a little turtle. Yeah. We named her Honey. We don't even know if it's a boy or a girl, but the name is Honey. And she was this tiny little thing, and now she grew a lot. And I complained at the beginning, oh my God, it's disgusting, she smells, she's but making the smell. because she's Dr. Doolittle. But then I grew to love this turtle, and I would clean the, the tank, and I would feed so her. Would I. And I realized that she loves romaine lettuce and butter lettuce, doesn't love kale as much. She loves dandelion. So I became really close to to this turtle and we had to move on from her. She's still alive, everybody. It's not No, she's alive. Nothing happened. Nothing happened, honey. She's and I try to convince Eric we can actually find a little place for her outside and let's just build a, a little environment no. for her to thrive because they can live Many, many years, this, and they're spiritual beings, and they're actually good for you. This is one thing that Rosalind doesn't But Eric understand. decided to just give her away. No, whoa, whoa. I didn't decide. No, no, no. This is one thing Rosalind doesn't understand. Okay. This was, this is, honey is a tortoise. I miss you, honey. She's not a turtle. She's a tortoise. Oh, tortoise. So she is a tortoise, a desert tortoise. And we were giving her, she's actually an endangered uh, tortoise that, somebody who helps, you know, raise these tortoises to get them back out in the wild. We were in essence trying to help. I want to call it foster honey. We, we knew honey was going to get very big. We were keeping, taking great care of her till she got to a point to where we would be able to figure out if we could keep her or not. But, but she I didn't was getting, know that. You never, never said to me, we're just well, going to foster listen, this turtle. I've never had a turtle. I didn't know how big honey was going to get. When I have an animal, fast. I want to have it beginning to end. Well, and I, and I get that. I get that. But honey was getting big very fast. She, you know, when you keep a tortoise outside, houses that can allow that have 
you know, dirt yards where they can dig up and, and tortoises tend to create little tunnels and holes and they go hibernate in there and, and they need this space. They live out in the desert. So we got to the point where honey was just getting too big. She was knocking over her little, you know, den all the time. We had no room to put that big of a tank that would have to be the next size up. And I told her it's time that honey moves on and goes back to the, to the guy who, who raised her and can now transition her into going back and populating in the wild. You know who has and, a turtle? A big turtle, Benicio del Toro. He probably has a yard where the turtle, the tortoise, can live. Okay, I'm guessing you could, we could reach out to Benicio. I <laughs> will reach out, but Benicio. My, how would talk to me about your we turtle? Some tortoise education. So she was, uh, you know, up in arms about this tortoise all break, I and was. I'm like, she's speaking to the tortoise, and of course, trying to think the tortoise is communicating with her, and now she, we had a feng shui guy. Remember, we talked about that that I had to succumb to a feng and shui guy. And what did coming, he say? And Keep he said the, the tortoise. Turtle. Was, tortoise keep them there really was good energy or spiritual keep them, animal keep her here i said well we want to give her away and he's like keep her here so that screwed rosin all up yes. so now basically we have bad feng shui because we had to send honey back out into the wild so she could be all grows up and go be a big girl or boy and you know help the population what if she doesn't make it because she's she gonna grew make up it inside a little tank not knowing how to defend herself. he or she we don't know is a stud They're gonna make it He's super healthy we did a great job but she's got to go back into the wild we have no space for her And again, here we go with the practical, rational side of our relationship, me, talking to the dreamer, animal whisperer. But it's not a dream, Eric, because I'm, I will make it happen. If it was, if I was by myself, I would have built a whole thing for her you, outside you can't and make build it work. A, you yes, you to, can. Don't tell me you can't. We don't you have can't do the space anything. to build yes, I file. I have the space. I know that. I identify the space and everything. You just didn't want to see it. And then it. one day, Honey is attacked by coyotes. <laughs> and then <laughs> we have a problem because Honey no longer can live in the mountains with the coyotes and deers have stepped on her. I was going to protect then, the environment against coyotes and deers and things like that with honey the turtle no i will build it properly uh, we will call walter the handyman and walter would have built something good anyways gosh. honey we love you we give you a great life and shout out hope, to honey and we hope that you go make keep it. keep hustling honey oh wow you're you gonna do good out in the wild wow, baby wow go populate wow mate get some physical touch that, that says a lot they're solitary animals they don't even like to live with other turtles tortoises you don't know that yeah i well, she, I do she know that. That's living a with fact. me. No, they're solitary in the sense they can't live with other tortoises. He'll go get some and then okay. he'll move on. So, and then, so Honey's gone. Maraca, my my dog, um, it's very sick, guys. Okay? So if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you you probably, you've seen um, posts that um, it was a very sad holiday for me because uh, we're dealing with Maraca's issues. Um, she's actually back to walking, uh, but the cancer is there and it's massive and we just have to take it one day at a time. And we're in an animal oh tra God, transitioning period. It's awful. And then honey had to go. And then honey had to go. And then we're taking care of Archie, my parents' dog. And we're debating what's, what's what with Archie. And I love We're not debating anything. Archie. Archie is, we're taking care of Archie right now for her parents. Archie. He's a cute dog. We're, we're taking care of Archie for her parents. And, and uh, Archie is just awesome. Came with a lot of issues. Archie was severely abused, but he's thriving and doing better every single day. So we have emails. We have emails that our listeners sent to us. And Here's some really good, um, yeah. good emails, actually. Not that I'm surprised that our listeners would send good emails. Let me correct that. <laughs> But these two, I, I took a look at them and I was like, wow, these are some good questions, like some good food for thought. So, um, el primero es anónimo, anónimos. So the, the first one is, I guess, directed towards me because my parents are divorced. But this is from Anonymous. 
Coping with divorce. I am 28 and still live with my parents. And after 36 years of marriage, they are calling it quits. So my questions are for Eric. First question, out of curiosity, how did you cope going through divorce? And after it was finalized, how did you cope? Well, I wasn't 28. Um, so that is a big difference. I was seven. Um, and I got, it was brutal. I remember, I literally remember the exact moment in my life. And I don't, I, I remember some things, don't remember a lot of things from that young, but I do remember the exact moment my parents sat me down in the living room and told me we're going to get a divorce. I remember the conversation. I remember the talk. I remember bawling. I remember everybody crying. I remember it being the worst day of my life. Like my world collapsed. Um, so that's how vivid that moment was brutal thing to cope with at that time for sure. As, um, now, now the other flip to that is I have yeah, amazing parents in, in the regards to the way they handled the divorce. It was not, um, like Rosalind watched the movie, a marriage story. It wasn't a, um, a disaster. It was, it was, it was a unique experience in that my parents shared custody of me every month. I would move back and forth from my mom's house to my dad's house, moving everything I own from one house to the other. And I'd have one weekend in between that I'd stay with that other parent. And I did that until I was about 16 when I could drive. So from seven to 16, I would live with each parent for a month, which was amazing in, in a lot of ways. Cause I got to experience what it was like to be with that parent for a full period of time. Um, but then it's also weird because you you move away from your friends, you move away from the other parent for such a long period of time. However, they did a great job of never bad mouthing each other and they really put me first in the divorce. So I look at that divorce now and think it was definitely the best thing for the marriage at the time. I'm, I'm glad they made that decision. I see them now in my, through my adult eyes and I don't see how they could have stayed married. So I, I fully get it. Um, so it was something I was able to grow and mature with and take understanding with later um, and accept. However, I, it's not the same experience for everyone. Um, and I think it's got to be pretty shocking, you know, to be 28 and then see your parents call it quits. And I've heard of this happening with a lot of uh, friends, actually, where parents all of a sudden just decide to divorce so much later in life. But a lot of times maybe they were doing that for you, for the kid, because they wanted you to become, you know, more of a stable um, adult. And they felt like once you were more stable, you would understand what they're going through. It doesn't make it completely easier, but it might help you cope with what they're going through. So they, they stayed together maybe for you to help give you a better, uh, a better upbringing. Um, so that's my opinion on that. I know it's, I know it's a tough topic, but I wish you all the best going through it. And uh, I hope your parents handle it with grace and, and treat each other kindly. Um, second question, if you had to go through it all over again, and if it was your choice, would you still want to go through it as a child or would you prefer experiencing your parents' divorce as a grown adult? <sighs> That's a very tough thing to answer hypothetically, but I think as, I, I think adult, as an adult, yeah. I would prefer being in your position than as a seven-year-old. And, and I say that only because I have kids now and I look at my kids and I, if I ever had to see them go through what I went through at seven years old, it would destroy me. So I think as an adult would be my preference. So I hope think, that helps. I think what happens is, I don't, I don't know if I'm talking out of line, but, and it depends on the, the age of your parents, but I think if, you, if your parents go through a divorce as adults, then as a child, as, as a kid, you're probably thinking, oh my God, they're separating, 
that family unit is gone and there's so many so much baggage that comes with that the house the properties that then who takes care who's going to take care of that because it's usually the kids the one the ones that have to just take leadership and and try to solve all the problems if the parent not if the parents handle it correctly but i also think what happens is a lot of kids don't know how to don't understand what's going on and they tend to blame themselves sometimes as a kid you mean if you it yeah, happens you, when you're a kid, you, yes. you feel like you're responsible was it something you did did you was create that the was fights? that your feeling you thought it was because of something you did i think there was moments i went through that we're processing it and going well did i cause the fight you know we've been in you and i have gotten in arguments over something that sabella did or you know is a part of yeah, yeah. it's not sabella's fault that we didn't handle it appropriately in front of her but you could see how a kid could feel like if I only just didn't do that, maybe they wouldn't have fought and maybe they'd still be married. Yeah. So it's, that's definitely a, a tough thing to process. And you know what? I, th I think uh, kids nowadays, they have that fear. It's, it's like a big, a big insecurity and a, and a big fear that they have because it's so common nowadays to have parents that are divorced. You know, when they go to school, half of the class, the parents are not divorced. So to them, it, it it's so vivid and it's actually possible. So they live with this fear of if my parents are arguing, my, if my parents are fighting, um, are they going to get a divorce? You know, it, it's such a relevant topic for kids nowadays. And it's so Even sad. our daughters come home and she has a lot of friends at school that are, you know, either parents are divorced or going through divorce. And she said to us, please don't get a divorce yeah, she has said just it. because she sees her friends going through yeah. it. And look, the other, the, the flip side to it also is, and I see this as an adult, I did not see it as a kid, but, if two people cannot make it work and it's causing so much friction and tension in the household, that's probably that's worse on the kid yeah, that's more than just gracefully calling it quits and trying to restart everybody's lives. I had the opposite experience. My parents are together. It's My oldest brother is 57, I believe. So my, my parents have been together for like 60 years. And I used to tell my mom, mom, can you please get divorced? <laughs> Because they, they will fight all this. So I grew up with parents loving each other and can't stand in each other. It is a very interesting dynamic that me and my brothers, we will never understand. But you know what happened to me? This um, this break, um, Eric, and I was telling your mom about this. Um, and I think it's the first time I've seen this in 46 years. Um, because it's like they can't live with or without each other, right? Yeah, and one, one time you offered your mom to actually come live with you and divorce your dad. And then your dad started fully courting her. And trying to win her back. And, and she right? became like a little girl. She's like, can you believe it? I was like, oh, Jesus, Lord. You know what? Let me just not get involved anymore because these two clearly have something going that we don't understand. But this time around, they were here. And they fight. It's really, really crazy. But they talk a lot. And I, even though what we see is a lot and a lot of um, animosity, I actually think they're best friends. Think that they... Get each other. They get each other and they all... Um, ¿Cómo, ¿Cómo se dice esta palabra? Commonality, you know, uh, this, um, no compromise. Se me olvidó la palabra. Anyways, ellos entienden a su manera y yo me parece que se hablan de todo. So even though they have issues, they actually have this deep love and and this deep friendship that they don't want to let go of. Because I saw it. They will be like in the living room by themselves talking and they're talking in a very low volume and they talk about everything. So I think they're used to that companionship. And that, that complicity. So good for them, I guess. <laughs> All right. Let's Anyways. go. Uh, let's go to the next question. From Austin. Is it from Austin the place or Austin is the name of the person? Do we know? Uh, 
Austin's name of the person. Okay, hi, Austin. So, plastic containers. We had a lot of plastic containers to store leftovers, but my wife likes the appearance of glass more. Appearance. The what? Appearance. Appearance. No? no appearance. Um, appearance? Yeah. Uh, I think I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Le gusta la apariencia del cristal mejor. So she informed me that we were tossing out all the plastic containers, nothing against glass, plastic sucks, but she drops stuff all the time. Glass is impractical, but here we are because when she wants, can you say this word? Aesthetics. Aesthetics. Aesthetics always win. That's my lady. Austin, I think you might be married to my wife. <laughs> are you having an affair? Oh my God, yeah, with Austin. <laughs> come on, puppy. Come on, Austin. Come here. No, no, but guess guess what? Guess what? I have plastic. My pantry is beautiful, but it's all plastic. I don't have glass. And I would love to have glass. It would be more beautiful, as a matter of fact. But not practical. Not very practical. But the kids I would drop it. You would probably drop it. Way heavier. I mean, it is better for the environment. You're right. But if that was so your it looks if, prettier. But if that was your the pitch, then you might have a conversation. But the aesthetics part of it is not really a good uh pitch so is he going to win this battle or lose his battle well no if she wants it he's already clearly lost the battle so austin i feel for you i've lost many of those battles and i've been in that position and i still lose them every day but you um, know what i think i think i had a i i like that she look wants the the stuff to look pretty i'm all about that but i think that she can find plastic um containers that actually look cute the ones that i have are yeah, actually yeah. very beautiful the ones we got with container store is that right they sell them at there or Bed Bath & Beyond. Beyond. Yeah, they're, and they they're do look pretty, really nice. So that could nice. be a compromise, a compromise, the word of the day, maybe, which Rosalind and maybe your wife needs to do. What is more. a compromise? Go, well, I just go straight to the point. What is a compromise you want me to work on? Well, there's a bunch of compromises. It's not the point. We're talking about Austin right now. This isn't about us. No, but I'm, dating, I'm Austin dating Austin. Now. I'm dating Austin. So. Oh, that's true. You are dating Austin. <laughs> you are married to Austin, apparently. I know. Uh, but I think Austin, yeah, I think, or you guys, no, it's not going to make sense to do like some things in plastic and some things in no, glass. That's no, just no, weird. No, 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 one or the other. That's weird. No, I think you're stuck, man. It's going to be glass and that's what it is. But if she keeps dropping stuff, then you're going to have to say, look, I'm done replacing things. It's going to go be plastic and got to put your foot down, Austin, at that point. And then write us back and say, and I won. Not, and it's not going to work. <laughs> just write us back, Austin. Make me proud. I want to know that you won. Oh my God. That's a, that's a tough one. Sorry, ma'am. But well, thank you for your questions. Thank you for all the questions. We love getting them. Please send more. We and, have more, um, but we don't Oh, do we have time. some more? Do we have enough time today? We can get, we don't have, we, we can do some, we can do some more the next time around, but, uh, thank you everyone. Happy new year. Happy 2020. I hope you have all done your resolutions and believe in them. Like I'm being told I have to and, uh, love you. Um, Puerto Rico, my heart is with you. We have, we keep having these earthquakes and it's terrible and the, we just can't catch a break after Maria. Now earthquakes, which is so random because we're used to hurricanes. We're not used yeah, to the island's just not built the land just moving and shaking like that. So, um, our, our hearts are with you. Same thing with Australia. I can't yeah. even speak about Australia because it's, it, it just brings tears to my eyes. Brings me. tears to my eyes. So make sure yeah, you find a way strong, to support, find a way strong. to donate, find a way to be a part of the the uh, solution. Yep. Okay, guys, love you. All right, love you. Subscribe to He Said Aya Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's a basic truth. People need each other. It's why PenFed Credit Union's first members joined together for a better financial future. 
For 85 years, we've been there for our members and communities, and we're here for you today. We can help you bridge a financial gap, save wisely, and make confident decisions with your money. We know we are always stronger and better together. That's why we hope you'll join us. Membership is open to everyone. Apply today at PenFed.org, insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it's Sammy J, and I am so excited to announce that for the season finale of my podcast, Let's Be Real with Sammy J, we have NBA All-Star and mental health advocate, Kevin Love. Nothing robs us of more human potential than mental illness. It's so, it's like the, the pandemic that nobody's talking about. We talk about Kevin's journey with his anxiety, depression, and of course, his amazing NBA career. Listen to Let's Be Real with Sammy J on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.